Aloha and welcome back to the Rainbow Wrap Up. It seems like it's been forever, as they would say in um, the Sandlot, one of the greatest sports films of all time, as we can all agree on as sports fans. But um, I'm excited, just like in the Sandlot, a bunch of boys with their friends doing what they love, and that's what it's like right here on the Rainbow Wrap Up. And I'm back, and I got my boy Sean Iman in the house. What's up, Sean? What's up, fellas? We're back. We're back, of course. And we got, of course, our man, Lalo Head, Shane. I know what's up, Shane. What's up, brothers? Yeah, good to be back. It's been a while, man. But uh, yeah, let's, let's dig in. Catch let's dig up in. What, what's going, yeah, what's well, going as, on. As, as, in terms of catching up and digging in, I know that you um, have been digging into now the food is back at the, the campus so uh shane's got his hands on those things but that's because you and sean and 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 myself and a lot of our friends we've gotten back onto campus and and um the gates are starting to open again and people are starting to come back but just talk about uh shane some of the what has stood out to you i guess since you know maybe since january and with our winter sports and spring sports or you know things that you got to to um to witness because we've had men's basketball we had women's basketball we had men's volleyball we had baseball we had softball we have so much more than just football and here at the mm -hmm. rainbow wrap-up of course we love all of our rainbow warrior and wahide sports so we're going to talk about them but um shane just um you know what are some of the um goings on at the manoa campus that you want to let some of us in on uh yeah just just good to be like like, you know, us as a big UH fans, we, we're always, well, I'm always watching events on TV, you know, as much as possible. But just, there's something about just being there, being there, whether, whether it be at Les Murakami, at the Stan Sheriff, it's just, it's it's such a different, it, you know what I mean? There's nothing like being there. And just, uh, I got to catch the uh, senior night for the, men's basketball team i i didn't get a chance to go to any wahine games but oh what a what a what a season man and shout out to amy atwell getting drafted today we were stoked so about awesome. that yes yeah and to the awesome. la sparks yeah yes oh, yes Derek yes. fisher her is her coach how crazy and you talked about you know her going so yeah shout out amy atwell and yeah. the rainbow wahine champions who are there as well at the men's volleyball lately um right and you've probably seen also a chain um uh, like you said our fans are coming back to the stadiums mm -hmm. but another thing that we're seeing too um are our coaching staff and especially the chang gang and the brotherhood really making its presence known on campus mm -hmm. uh and recently coach chang threw out the first pitch i don't know where if you were out there for that were you no, no, I've only been able to go to some Sunday games. So, um, but yeah, just being at the less. And uh, I know baseball is a different animal because, you know, me, I'm, you guys might know I'm a real uh, vocal fan. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that so video. <laughs> Wait, you have to explain to people what um, the cheer, what cheer was it you're doing? That was like the first game back, I think. You were already in that loud head mode. Um, oh, that's so easy. My soul. Or was I singing? Africa? Oh, you were singing. You were singing Africa. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Something, yes. <laughs> something about that dumb song. It just takes takes over my body or whatever it does. But and, yeah. As an animal. And, and, 
And like with Coach Richie, I know it's like a slow start, and I know, but just just seeing Coach Hill's mentality, I kind of compared to Timmy a little bit as far as just the, how do you say the fire or just the, you know what I mean? Just it's just so different. Like Coach Hill is so different from Trapasso. Coach Chang is completely different from Graham. So. You know, it's going to take that. some time. Yeah, it's going to take some time. But uh, Wait, were you at that uh, game? Because it was a Sunday game. Right? Was it the Sunday game that he got thrown he out got of? He got kicked out? Yeah. No, I was I home for that. that. I was game. home during that era, but I wasn't at that game. And my grandfather watched that game and then watched it four times and always <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah. on a spectrum <laughs> repeat and was like, yes, Rich Hill's getting thrown out again. I can't <laughs> believe it. I'm like, yeah, for the fourth time today. Oh, my gosh, turn the channel. As much as I love you, I like, I could, especially a game that we lost, Grandpa. Please stop watching the same game over and over again. We lost by seven runs. But, um, you know, that's that's the great thing about, like you said, the fans are back, and that's the excitement mm-hmm. of it. And, and it spills into even the people at home. But we want them, to, like you said, to come back to – the stadium or come back to the campus. Oh, well, the stadium is on the campus now. Uh, so come back to the campus to just feel that energy because that energy is a palpable thing and it's hard to talk mm-hmm. about. And it's something at Hawaii sports fans, obviously we love to do and um, HI sports fans.com. Go check us out. Uh, Hawaii sports fans. And um, you know, it's for us, it's about that energy from the crowd and the, and wherever we go, like the BTS concert on Friday. So let me know about tickets. <laughs> HISportsfans.com. We can put commercials in wherever I feel like splicing them in. But HISportsfans.com, BTS, Friday, Vegas. Anyways, we're doing it all at, at Hawaii Sports Fans because there is something about being at, a, at, a, at, a, at an event. And you guys know you guys go to concerts. Shane was at Cedric the Entertainer the other night um, mm-hmm. doing his thing. Um, so, you know, you know what it's like to be in that that energy, that that. Um, where people are are crammed together and they're all you know ho- mostly positive, but there's something that about that excitement. I mean, I I when Disney reopened in L.A., I was here and you know I wasn't in Anaheim, but I was in L.A. and I drove to Anaheim that night just to walk around downtown Disney, just because people are so amped that Disney opened that the energy was so palpable. Just walking around, like I was like, wow, it just feels so good to be here. Oh my god, I'm just like swimming mm-hmm. in this and. That's what happens when you are surrounded by, you know, good vibes. And, you know, like I said, an atmosphere that transcends what's happening on the field. That ha- it, it just, it means culture. It means something that's going on in the stands. Um, whole, you know, like this past week, my LAFC team lost to the Galaxy. I hate to have to say this on that show, on my mm. own show. But, you know, it was just a El huge Tropical. rivalry. El Trafico. <laughs> but, you know, what we always say is we went in the stands, right? We took so many people, LAFC, not that we had to travel, it's the same city, um, to to the Galaxy Stadium and, like, took over that stadium. And, you know, that's what we do as Hawaii fans sometimes at Vegas and a lot of places. Mm-hmm. At, at the Big West Tournament, which I was at, um, and I'll talk about that later. But, um, you know, I think we're, we'll talk about just the excitement of the fans. And, you know, Sean's one of those people, too. He's been back on campus, and Sean is even more of a figurehead now. Like, Sean is going to – is turning into that OG – winding up on campus uh, fighting with the uncles uh, for a spot for the best view of the team. Um, but Sean, pretty, you know, just talk about how, how awesome it's been for you to, to, to be back and going to a bunch of different events on campus. 
Well, I'm very happy to report that the bombucha nachos are back at the Stan Sheriff. <laughs> it's been two years since I've had that. But uh, yeah, I've gone to the practice, the UH football practice the last three Saturdays. And yeah, it's just nice. There's just this, this vibe. There's this definitely this vibe that things are turning and like people are excited about what Timmy's doing. And um, Dave Rudin talked about it in his, in his article. It was it yesterday or the other day, you know, that, you know, he's, he's undefeated. Timmy's doing all the right things. Um, all there's just this positive momentum that's being built. So, but I also think it's important for us not to get caught up in, you know, just because all this stuff is happening that, that might not translate to wins. So I think we kind of have to temper our expectations. This is a total rebuild on Mm -hmm. offense and defense. I'm not so worried about special teams, but yeah, you're installing new systems on offense and defense. So it's a, it's a, it's a process. But like you said, but Shane was saying, and Sean, you've been, you've seen this, people are starting to come back to campus and we're seeing more faces on campus and at, at games and, and hopefully that spills over too, right? You've been at a lot of um, different sporting events, different. Um... Yeah, it's it's been. Yeah, I went to volleyball and basketball. So, yeah, the, the, there's it's slowly starting to come back. The the volleyball game on on Saturday was amazing. That that five game set that was that was amazing. So yeah, um, we're gonna I'm, no I'm... more Lumisite. I I don't miss filling that yeah, thing yeah. out. Yeah. So yeah, because uh, um. That day, Saturday, it was right. I heard it was taking people like hour just to get into the. Oh well, there yeah. yeah, there was softball, baseball, and beach volleyball, volleyball. volleyball. Yeah. yeah, that's a good yeah, problem. Traffic was traffic yeah, was back. Up so the last time I remember that happening was a women's volleyball game. I think it was senior night, in twenty nineteen, maybe. And I went to go eat at um, and Kamuki at uh. Kimchi too. Mm, gosh, now I want to. I just. Ate, I don't know why I'm thinking about kimchi too already. I just ate my Taiwanese leftovers from last night, but um, <laughs> no. But I remember having a park, you know, like by the the, the other part. What is that? Kaveula. What is the park that's Kalaipahaku Park or something? And mm. I think like you know, and those are also spillover areas where, you know, people may be able to have a hibachi or something mm-hmm. out if we tried. Um, and I don't know, sometimes a part of me thinks I'm willing to sacrifice that traffic being worse. It means we can block off roads to tailgate. Mm-hmm. Personally, I would just block off Dole and let's just have tailgating, let people have spots maybe, um, to park on Dole. How, I mean, it can charge, let's face it. We can charge like, you know, people are going to pay, you know? Whatever, if you had a stall, 50 bucks or whatever, you know, if you only need one stall and your friends, mm-hmm. ever, you only need one stall, right? Really, if you had two, mm-hmm. that's great. And the, the school would pocket all of that. First of all, yeah, the school would pocket that money. And I mean, <clears throat> I just imagine like just on that road and people walking past the law school and Shane, you throwing your flag over there or something, <laughs> you know, like that's what I um, think of when I think of, you know, what the possibilities are in terms of like, because I expect a traffic jam, like, because that's going to happen if you put three sports anyway. So if, on football game days, let's just make that happen, period. Let's just mm-hmm. say Manoa. And that's why that's maybe... That's a good problem to have. Yeah, definitely. Exactly. For Manoa residents, exactly. obviously, they don't want that problem. But this is about bringing people to campus. Like, at the end of the day, our success is secondary right now to 
to keeping our culture and not only keeping it, sustaining it, but growing it. And right now, this we're basically at a place where there's only up, up to go, hopefully. And that's the good thing. It's like when we can compound not just winning, but uh, on football field, but on the other sports and people are back in the stands and feeling excited, that'll spill over into other sports. And I think, um, especially having Timmy at so many games, now he's been a stand sheriff a lot. He's been at Les Marcami. He's probably been at the softball stadium. I don't know. Um, I but his a, kids running was, around campus. Yes. Yeah. There was a picture that him and some of the coaches were even at a water polo game. Yes, like, that's right. Yeah, that's awesome. right. Yeah. And we should talk like, about that. Man, we have a lot of good teams. I mean, Wahine, you know, beach volleyball had their senior night the other night and they're ranked number seven. So that that's the thing is not about the success or failure. That's why I don't want it to be. Well, we have and especially for our athletic department, because I want to bring them up already, because at, in terms of like coaches and and our athletic department who has already been under hot water and our Senate who is apparently now interested in UH athletics, which is a good thing because everybody's interested. Let's let's do this now for real because we do have good stuff going on here. We have a what, girl that just got drafted into WNBA. Like, that's pretty awesome. Um, we have some a, a team. We have the best male belt, best men's volleyball player, at least in the country, and one of the best teams, um, you know, and having somebody like, um, you know, those those types of athletes, those are things worthwhile that into the community that people will be gravitated toward. But we need to give them a reason. Like you said, Shane, like there's just something about being there, but not if people don't take that experience, if they don't if they don't have a reason to come out and and, and experience that for themselves, it's going to be hard. And I somebody who did that poll on Twitter um um and we'll talk about some twitter stuff but Side, sidelines hawaii somebody yeah sidelines so shout out to whoever you are <laughs> a gender person we'll i'm not even remain gonna say. anonymous we'll remain anonymous <laughs> um you know and it's good like he or she or they are um been very active and keeping the discourse going which is great um twitter is a vacuum which we have to remember it's an echo chamber filled with other Hawaii fans so we're just talking to each other people have to realize that too it's like and 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 I'll tell you it's and I'll talk about when I went to the mainland and what I'm here from a lot of people as well we'll talk about that but Twitter is one of those places where we can get caught up with things on both ways and and the thing is there are certain people obviously that are on there that are more notable within the community or within the you know the space uh, the warrior space that people would like to hear their opinions from but we also are trying to cultivate a fan base that is not just online, right? That is offline as well. So, and that's what's most important is all those things. But somebody that sidelines Hawaii guy did conduct a poll that asked about people where they prefer to watch a UH game from, right? A football game. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, but a lot of people had voted on it. I think several, several, several. I mean, a lot, hundreds and hundreds. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just Twitter, but most of it was people said they would rather watch it at home on TV. Um, which is just crazy to me too, especially because you have to pay for it on pay-per-view these days. But I guess they're like, well, we'll just take the free days and, and whatever. But that, the whole part of like Hawaii sports fans for us too, you know, for the the company Hawaii sports fans was for that experience. It's to live for being in that stadium. So it's, it's strange because like, there's something about it. Like that thing you're talking about, Shane, that thing you're talking about, Sean being there, is that thing that they need that the school needs to get people to feel they don't they don't need us 
they don't necessarily need that because Timmy Chang is a good coach to have there already, period, regardless of how many games we win this this year. Let's just throw that out there, right? Regardless of how many games we win this year, I think if we're gonna stick with Timmy, even if he even if he is winless this year, which is a possibility, people need mm. to live with that. Um, I believe that he is at least if we're not gonna have June, like we said. And, and only as a figurehead. That's really what we wanted June as. And I, I bring this up because people are like, we have to get over June Jones. It's like, yo, I've never once advocated for June Josie Bear coach. Only 1999 and this year. And the reason is because of where the where our program is, period. It's just about where our culture is. And if people don't get that, and then this goes back to Twitter, certain people, it's not about us loving are are hating on our own program hell no as someone who has his fair share of haters it's hating is is a different thing that's just about jealousy that's about something else we're critical because we love our team that's why it is i want to see timmy successful and the fact is if people if he goes win this this year which we said is a possibility let's be honest Mm -hmm. people will jump ship and i will be there stuck still around and other uh, we will be around defending him yeah. and yet we we didn't hire him and yet we're still backing him up we believe in him but that's the thing like as fans yes we need to be the raw raws at the game and that's important especially like i said that soccer culture lafc losing to our, our galaxy rival on freaking abc in a huge stadium do you stop cheering when the other team scores? I go, no, that's the time you're supposed to score. You're cheer louder, louder, louder. Cheer louder, <laughs> yeah. So that is kind of, you know, that's 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 just the the essence of being a fan. But at the end of the day, you know, people are like, we question our manager. You're going to question the coaching staff. Of course, that's normal. And the the criticism is 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 definitely valid. But people need to be, like you said, temporary expectations, like Sean said, because that is extremely important. That's a phrase of the year. The temporary expectations, um, because that has nothing to do with don't support the team or be or be you're being negative. It has to do with even if our team goes winless, I'm still going to be at every game probably. And just we're still going to be cheering. We're still going to have our shows. We're still going to be talking because we're at it. That's just us as fans that we're going to we're here to support. But we also need well, to be th- aware of stuff. Yes, I think this goes back to the whole pay-per-view debate because having the pay-per-view and watching it at home with 20 of your friends and family, it cultivates a passive fan base. You know, it's one that's not, you don't hear, you know, you might hear from them on Twitter, but the players don't feel your energy, their energy, you know, and like just being at practice, you can just feel the, the vibe. There's a vibe and it's, it's definitely different from the previous regime. So, mm-hmm. and you're not going to feel that unless you're there. So yeah, yep. come out Saturday. Saturday is big. Yeah, Island Day. Like that's, there's no way you Rebel can tell Rebel, Rebel Soldiers. Rebel Soldiers. Like uh, the other regime wouldn't, it wouldn't be anything like mm-hmm. this under the previous regime. And but. even, even Fitted. Fitted is going to have a pop-up awesome. there. And, oh. and Fitted oh. doesn't even rarely does pop up so for them to be involved in yes. this too, you know that it's just local yes businesses locals just supporting locals you know yep. so it's it's an exciting time man. all the it's, stuff it's that exciting. we've been talking about they're gonna have food yeah. trucks yeah all the you stuff know, we've been saying rebel soldiers <laughs> 
We said rebel soldiers. <laughs> I mean, I'm not saying they were losing us, but I literally said rebel. I was like, the best game ever at a low stadium was rebel soldiers was performing rebel on the concourse soldiers. right by my mm -hmm. seats, actually, too. So that's why, like, like we said, this is this is a knock in the park, but this is just had developed the groundswell of support, right? This is just <clears> for us to be not to talk about. Oh my gosh, we're gonna have this whatever offense or whatever this we're saying the local local football is back at hawaii because like now they represent hawaii like we're gonna start there let's just start there and be happy that we have a boy that is from hawaii representing but like shane said you know especially brands that are have earned a reputation those are the ones we they should be collaborating with like fitted and you know just any brand that shane is basically associated Hawaii's with it, finest. You know? <laughs> <laughs> but you know and also we we talked about practice shane was there at the first practice um mm -hmm. as well um you know and that was a good reunion but we have to talk about before we even get to practice because um we did see each other once before that before we get to, to be talking about practice before before iverson um gets to practice um, we got to see each other in a more somber but also beautiful occasion, which um, was on March 20th, and that was uh, Colts paddle out, and um, that was just a just an amazing occasion. And we have to talk about it because it was um, to me just like one of those events in UH history, that in UH football really history that will go down um, as something as a like if you were there, you would have and just the people that were documenting it. And there were many, many a journalist um, there, uh, which, you know, that was something that yeah, every will, TV you know, station it's like, there. you know, it's like, yeah. um, it's like Eddie, I honestly, like freaking that level of him's, his iconic, a mark on a generation. Um, and it's yeah. definitely no disrespect to Eddie. Aikau, I think is you know, just one of the greatest lines ever. You could put him or up Duke. there with Duke. Um, yeah. And these guys, and and, and it, just in terms of like the impact on the uh, the entire island at one time, and um, <clears throat> just just those generations. But just what were some of your um, impressions, Shane, from that day? Um, oh, I was very uh, very pleased. Uh, uh, before I I went, I thought it was just going to be a casual thing, or just you know, every just people sitting on the beach, and it was just going to be like ways to just show our repay our respect i didn't know it was going to be like a full-on it was actually like a full-on production you know with you know um kimo kawano emceeing the thing oh. and, then <laughs> and doing Benny. his solos yeah from, from so time oh he was busting all kinds. he was ad-libbing there he was feeling <laughs> oh. the spirit okay there are some okay you know where you know you know we i want we need to laugh too because colt Aloha. i guarantee when colt oh that was good what was oh my gosh sean that was amazing <laughs> <laughs> you know i was thinking like you know colt you know like i'm sure you appreciate just the love and the support and everything but he's not about formalities and you know he was a guy that he eschewed all of those like orange county white boy things that you know, he knew we're so annoying about Orange County white boys that, and he was like, no, I want to be a local boy when I come mm -hmm. to Hawaii. I'm going to hang with these boys and I'm going to, you know, go hang out in Kahuku and chill out on, on the North Shore and on the beach. And like, he wanted it to be laid back and funny. And I think there was mm -hmm. that, that comedy there as well, because obviously there was somberness and we were crying, but we were also mm -hmm. like, 
you know, if Cole was here, you'd be like, this is exactly what I want. I everybody yeah. just to be on the beach hanging out together. Mm -hmm. and, you know, that was yeah, just amazing. Just, I felt at peace. I don't know how to mm. put it into words. I just felt, you know, just being on the beach, it was a beautiful, the weather was beautiful. I was, you know, I got to see all you guys again. It was just, I don't know. I just felt at peace. Mm. It was just such a good, it was a good feeling. I, I then, described yeah, it as UH, UH heaven. Because you know all yeah, the that's what there were so many like the yeah. players. Mm -hmm. there, June was there. Timmy, Nate, Ursula was there. Ursula, Laka, so many, Laka. So, yeah, like so yeah. many different players, and just the fact, Owens. like shout out to the Brennan Ohana for opening up that to the public, mm -hmm. because that was such a private and like personal event yeah. for them to invite us in. It it meant so much to so many mm -hmm. of us, and just. You know, just to be able to go out there and just be there with all you guys and the family and the players, it was it was incredible. Was good. Yeah. It was incredible, and yeah, we got to pay our respects and and Sean like, got yeah, the workout of his life as well. Oh, I mean, yeah, nobody, both, both of you guys. Nobody, <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, but okay, both of us. I'm gonna give okay, I, okay, I'm gonna give Sean more, a little bit nope, more credit because nope, Sean looked like he's struggling slightly me more. Yeah. But um, and also Sean left short early. I was dilly dallying. So after the beautiful ceremony that they had and the speeches, June's speech went a little off kilter. But I mean, you know, like that's mm. what I'm saying. Like I'm here for June Jones for coaching. I was there for June Jones for for the maybe mana. need a speechwriter possibly <laughs> the mana thing. Don't say mana ever that word. Please don't ever say mana. Mana, and don't please don't ever, ever look, Google the word, well, use the that dictionary, and then tell us that that's what <laughs> mana means. Like, please never, never, never do that. If you ever are in Hawaii, I think please mahalo. But at the same time, it was beautiful because you know that was this coach, and they loved a, they had a loving bond. But that's that was all over. Like the, the the amount of coverage was crazy too. Like. Um, you know, like, and I, I know that it was something that was kind of unexpected, but look at Timmy Chang. I mean, he gave a memorable speech. He gave a memorable line. He said that Cole Brennan is the greatest quarterback of all time. And this is the guy that's would arguably have to be number two. I mean, um, and he's, he, and unequivocally said that Cole Brennan was the greatest quarterback of all time at UH and. And look how much humility for and for Timmy. And I mean, he knew. And and like you said, they didn't even overlap. This is after. Colt came after. So for Timmy to be that, that was amazing to me too. And he said it like without any guile. Like he said it like where he meant it. And I thought that was pretty cool. Um, and you know, that's what, that's all you need to do when you go up there and talk about Colt Brennan. You just need to just go and talk about, and you don't have to praise him, but we remember him just as that guy that um, was our pinnacle for our, for our program, but it was beautiful um, seeing the ashes go out, but it was kind of, it was really far. So Sean was on his, I mean, Sean, I was just, Sean was working hard. So I was, I was on my surfboard, but like, there's the, the, the lifeguards are picking people up because they were going so far. And then I finally I was like, okay, I'm last. Like, you picked me up too. And then Sean was already there because he was the first one to start. So nobody, he didn't need a ride, but that's because he started so early. And then on the way back, I was like, Sean, don't kill you. Like, I mean, you probably burned at least several thousand calories in that alone. But I was I mean. sore for a week. <laughs> <laughs> nobody. And then all you guys got, were on the news. <laughs> <laughs> and like nobody told me that I could have done that. I could have 
yeah 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 no it was uh but it was fun though like you said the seeing everybody the heaven part of it when we got back to shore when we got back i got to talk to john and you know we got you know i was there with you sean and and jen and you know Mm -hmm. we just got to see so many people associated with the program at one time that you you rarely do it's a very rare occasion and um, Cordell Kekoa was a Kahu who ran it, and he's a guy that I've known since I was seventh grade at Kamehameha. He's a Kahu at Kamehameha, and he um, performed the marriage of my brother and <clears throat> sister-in-law. And he's somebody that's so closely attached, like to my life, that it's it was cool. I have Colt there, um, and just people that uh, you know have have made an impact in Hawaii and Hawaii football. So if you're able to be there, and there was a lot of Colt Brennan stands and Hawaii football stands there, and I shout you all out because um you know you were all there on the periphery just doing your thing and um you know i have to admit like that's what we are we the three of us that's what we came to uh football as as the periphery as fans like we've been privileged to be allowed into inside um for a lot in a lot of different ways all three of us in different ways and in a lot of this the same ways but um there are some stands there that were out there just loving Colt Brennan and crying for him. And we're just standing there and nobody's talking to them and nobody, you know, they were just there having their moment. And that's what Sean's talking about. So they, many, they were 15, let in, you know, 15 choke, jerseys choke. And stuff. It was, and so I mean, cool. you know, and I, and like, those are the stands, like you're going to come out on a Sunday morning at well, and nobody else could have done that. There's no, nobody no, else no, heck no, heck no, heck no, and whatever brought that group together no, forever, you know, when, when any of those other guys, any other people that are there, you know, um, who are the dignitaries, cool because you know? uh, a, a tourist came up to me and she said, you know, whoever, I don't know this guy, we're just visiting, but it seemed like I can tell he was very loved. Can you tell me a little more about him? So she, wow. she was really, yeah, she wanted to know, like, who, who is this Cole Brennan? Can you? So I was telling wow, her. Wow, the legacy bit, goes yeah. on, right? Yeah, because so, she was like, "Wow, thank you, thank you for sharing." I can see that he's very loved. Yeah. Well, yeah, also in a funny cold story <laughs> yeah. that he would appreciate as well. Um, that Fuchsia passed along to me because after, as we know, um, they had took a while to cut into the, like the whole kupu thing with had his ashes mm. in it. And they were like slashing it with the knife. Like Kahukiko was like, I could see him on the side, like really going at it. Like he was having problems. Was like, like it took a while. And I was like, okay. It was like very kind of axiomatic because it was like, they were like, okay, okay. It was like a pinata that wouldn't break. And finally, like the small kind sprinkles started coming out. And then like it started gushing all kind like powder. Yeah. And then people were like, yeah. And they were like, oh my gosh. And it was beautiful and funny and sad at the same time. It was just crazy because like Cole is finally free. But it was just moment and then like literally just the sea of ashes and then you see the cousin jump into it and then the kahu jump into it i was like okay and now we're swimming in cold brennan's ashes like kahu kiko literally was like i had some of it on top of my head when i came back to shore like okay wow. so long live colt at duke's um shower when we whenever we'll have to we'll have to remember him for that whole trail that people clearly left of him so um but you know that's the thing you're dumping ashes into the water um it's 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 not exactly it's it is what it is colt was there and free and he's out there now living his life in the pacific ocean with us forever and um it's cool and that's something i'm we're always gonna remember every time we go to waikiki for sure is 
Remember when we got to do that paddle out? And remember way out there when we swam? That's how I always remember, like, all of the, the regattas, like, the, the one that the team was on, I thought it was going to sink. Like, legitimately, <laughs> there are so many people on that one boat. I was like, oh, it's heavy. But, um, no, it was just a beautiful occasion. It was just cool to be there and see everyone. But um, also the whole team was there. And that's another one of those act events and activities that, they win just by showing up. They win by their presence. That's all we're asking. Mm -hmm. All you're asked to do is be to like, Timmy is just checking the boxes as he goes along. And that's what you're supposed to do. That's what we wanted him to do. And that's what, He's undefeated. you know, unfortunately Todd Graham wasn't able to do. And that's, mm -hmm. and that's why we said it had nothing to do with the wins and losses because he really had a good argument at the end of the day for at least like not letting him go really. But it was the fact that we talked about, he lost Hawaii. You know, yeah. we had to slap some sense into Sean, Shane, and I, when Sean, you know, for a little while. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, we knew, I mean, he lost it. And literally hours after we, we've ended that program, he was gone because we said it already on our show. Like, how can you coach even in that atmosphere? So Timmy needs to be cognizant always of how he comes across. But it's the good thing is he's a local boy, so he doesn't need much reminding. It's literally second nature to him to do all of these things to Choshaka, to work on his accent, hopefully, because I don't know where it's somewhere in North Dakota or in Missouri or something right now, but it's slowly coming back to Hawaii. Um, but, you know, those are things that Timmy Chang just is winning, like like Dave Reardon said, or was it Stephen Sai said in his, in his article, right, about being undefeated. But people need to let that speak for what it is more than what's to come. Like just, and, I, and that's what I'm saying. Of course, we're supportive, but we're, we, being saying that we might win three games is not negative. It's just the truth. And um, of course, we could get the the best players off the transfer portal if they all decide to come Hawaii. And who knows that that could happen if something on net, like literally as petty. And I don't want to say petty as something as creative as a Netflix or something dropped. You know, anything could happen where your school gets hot and people want to, you know, go to it. So yes, I see that with our transfer portal. But with that being said. We might need some transfer portal action um, given all I did. I was only there at one practice and that was a practice that um, was the first open practice. Uh, mm -hmm. And, you know, Sean oh, yeah, that was the new Dane, one. the super hot one. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, Shane, uh, Sean gave his report card from there. But, you know, that that has probably changed maybe a little bit. I, I know that maybe our defense hasn't grown too much in that span, but at the same time, that's a different, that's an area too that the transfer portal may, may help with, but we've also thinned out on an area when you lose five of your best players on, on one side of the ball and then three on the other side of the ball. Like that is so crazy and hard um, for one team to be able to recover from. So, uh, and the leaders too. But yeah, talk yeah. about that, Sean, just your, your impressions you've been to just talk about some of the practices you've been to and what you've, um, so the first practice, I was really impressed with the offense. I mean, they had just been three practices in and just to see the familiarity of the, the run and shoot, those, you know, classic four wide, five wide. It's just comforting to see those those routes. And, you know, they, they ran a lot of RPO. And then the second, the two other practices I went to, I saw the defense really step up, forcing turnovers. Um causing fumbles, intercepting the ball. So, but I mean, the team itself, it, they look kind of small. So, and I know that's because they're kind of young. And we, I, I do know that we have 16 more scholarships, you know, that Timmy's sitting on. I'm, and I'm glad he's not just giving away to, to anybody. He's kind of being 
choosy, which he should be. But I think he's playing the long game. Yeah, he's going into the high schools. He's reestablishing those. Maybe not so much for this year, but for, for down the line. Um, at practice, it's shocking, but the conversation, half of it is about tailgating, how we need to get tailgating back, yep. back in the mix. <laughs> and that's just understanding local culture. We, we need mm-hmm. tailgating in some way, shape, or form. Well, we that also, not campus. to interrupt you, Sean, but that yeah. got a cheer at the call the coach that you were at, correct? Or were you Absolutely. that you cheering? Absolutely. Talk about that, yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Timmy Timmy talked about that, that he wanted to yeah, bring it back. And what did he say? Like, I hope I don't get in trouble for that. Yeah, and people so, are like, whoa, cheering. Then, yeah. like, Turin's like, no, but it's not coming back. And they're like, uh. So, yeah, I mean, I even like, that, you know, that I got there a half an hour before the thing started. And usually the last couple of times I went in, I came in at 6 o'clock, and you can sit down right in front of the coach. I get there at 5.30, and I got the last table. So, you know, Timmy Chang had 20% of the, the restaurant. There's just definitely, there's just this groundswell and there's this, this vibe. There's this energy that you got to feel. So, mm-hmm. What are you hearing, Shane, do you think from your extended, your tailgating group? I mean, how, how many of them are thinking are going to start coming back to games? Do you think how many of them are like stuck on, not can tailgate uh, no, anymore? A couple of them are um, asked me to, try to see if I can add them in with my tickets, but they gave that new updated info, right? Where mm-hmm. the unlimited tickets is just both end zones and on the end, the yeah. sideline yeah. end. So yeah. I'm like, oh, I don't know if I like sit over there. You don't want to sit by to us see. in the corner, Shane? No, no, yeah. I gotta <laughs> No need pay that no, except <laughs> I gotta take care of the wifey too. No, for wifey, sure. No, like, no, that she likes a good seat. So no sure. oh. I don't like her be like, ah, I cannot see from over here. Ah. That's true. She though. needs that's new true. seats, bro. He's the only no, loud true. person in his whole section. No, it's true though that it's hard. It would be hard to sit in. It would be hard to see like. Well, you know, we we're trying to develop a section too in the in the in the end zones where we are, where people right. are standing and people are a little bit crazier. So yeah, for sure, it's not, and that's just kind of like supporter sections at soccer games. But the thing is, um, like like you know, knowing that people want to go for tailgates, for some some people were just going to tailgates and going home. Mm-hmm. You know, those are the people that may not, you know, especially if they were season ticket holders, they're they're not going to be able to, they're not going to want to renew, and that's why I think tailgating like understanding the cultural aspect of it and why it's so important and why it's important to keep people happy who like to tailgate is because like and and they said in the new if i'm saying it right i keep i don't even know if we're saying the acronym right every time but new aloha stadium entertainment district they're not trying to have tailgating period it's like not even there there's like zero they're like no you know it's like no it's like it's like you guys have to move it you have to move on now I mean, that that is the, I mean, and we love Senator Wakai. I mean, he's our friend of our show and he's one of those guys too. And and for to him, you know, he's a politician, so he's not putting, it's nothing personal to him because he's a he's a fan, but he just believes we need to get past it. Like like legitimately, he's just like, for, it's got, it's done now, no tailgating. Okay, move on, next guys. For and then some that's people, really for the tailgate is more important than the game. The food, hang out with your family and your friends. Mm-hmm. The game is secondary. Mm-hmm. so i mean yeah like that's such, such a huge part and if they don't understand that then i don't know and and that's the thing too is like you need to have a good experience 
not just dependent on UH winning yeah. because UH doesn't always win. So there's got to be other draws and tailgating is one of, is a huge factor. Only other half the draws. team, only half the team, half the time your team is going to win, hopefully. Hopefully half right. the time. But I mean, it's like, that's why most schools have to, you know, I was just thinking about this today. Oh, just watching the, um, or I was reading an article about Penn State the most dangerous football. it's on ESPN how they had like a rapist on their team. And I like before Sandusky, like we actually had one on the team. And he was like, mm-hmm. they were like, and this is when Penn state, you know, won the national time in 1979 and hit the scene. And I was like, wow, like they, that's a long time ago for Penn state to hit mm-hmm. the scene and still kind of be semi-relevant really throughout the years. And, you know, throwing them, I know I, 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 my uncle is a Penn stater. My aunt married him, my aunt who moved to Kansas city with him, who was in the army to Kansas, I mean, and I became a Chiefs fan for, because of that, but he, it was a big Penn Stater, and that's what I mean by culture. It's like, mm-hmm. how is Penn State that relevant if we have to think about it? Because they haven't really won anything, really. I don't, did they win one in the 80s, maybe? I don't know how many Paternal won in, in my lifetime, 80, I don't remember. 82? So, but I'm saying, like, mm-hmm. they, they, but just on the fact, like, their whiteout game is always going to have 110,000 people, like, that's and like of course we're talking about Penn State, but the fact is like they've even without winning because only one team can win a national championship every year. One one singular team can win the, the you know you have to every team has that same problem of we can't always be winners and we're rarely going to be the winners. So how can we build this culture? So I'm hoping that tailgating they realize is a really important aspect of the culture because I think it is, and I think it just. Um, adds to the ambiance of, of a college, mm-hmm. you know, atmosphere anyways, period. And if we're going to have mm-hmm. stuff on campus, you want to make it as college oriented as possible. Um, and that's something that I am not sure, you know, who knows, they could be working behind the scenes, but it just seems like the, the narrative is not at all approaching. How can we discuss mm-hmm. this? It's not at all. It's literally get over it stop asking about it that's literally that's literally the line and i'm telling people right now if if you really if people because this is what i'm saying like the hardliners with tailgating and they have good reason are not going to come back they're just not they're just done they're just like yeah power ready because guess i can i can just tailgate at my house and tailgate in front of my garage exactly my house and watch it at home on paper oh yeah Yeah. watch it at pay-per-view well one of the most amazing things at Aloha Stadium was walking through the parking lot and just smelling all the exactly. amazing smells. And then, I was like, oh my God, like, this is like the best how you said, smell ever. Right. Like, how you know how you were saying, Wayne, how all these other schools have their traditions, White Out, um, Enter the Salmon for Virginia yeah. Tech or whatever. Yeah. Obviously, Hawaii, we don't have a major football tradition, but our tradition is tailgate. Where else are you going to go walk through those? parking lot and you see people roasting one full on pig you know yeah there's like no no place but hawaii and the best cuisine the best 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 yeah all kind food and i have a funny story about tailgating it was it wasn't at a hawaii game but it was during a pro bowl and we were tailgating and had four people that parked by us and they were from the mainland they were just in town and they said oh they decided to go to the pro bowl so we invited them to tailgate with us and then had a great time. And then eventually they ended up moving to Hawaii and we became kind of good friends. We would go hang out and stuff. And then one day we're out and I asked them, oh, 
what made you guys actually move to Hawaii? And then the guy told me, you know what, this goes sound crazy, but you guys, we had so much fun and you guys showed us so much love at your tailgate. We wanted to move to Hawaii. Because of that, I was like, really? I had like chicken skin. I was like, wow. Crazy. That's so yeah. crazy. So, you know, just from a <laughs> uh, so tailgate, crazy. it was yeah. tailgating, it just brings people together. And you're at a sporting event where it's yes. fun. You know, it's just, it goes it's peak hand Hawaii. in hand. Yes, it's peak, it's peak local per- person. It's sports, it's food, it's uh-huh. it's camaraderie, it's fellowship, it's yeah. brotherhood, it's sisterhood. Trying to kill mm-hmm. that tradition is crazy. It's yeah, just and crazy. that's that's the thing that's kind of annoying about it is that it's not even it's like this is what I mean by you're not listening. You're not listening, you're not trying. This is like when Bobby Curran wasn't listening to people calling in and asking about the Twitter <laughs> thing. It's the same thing. Stop telling us, yes, you keep saying no, no, but we're not dumb. Like there, there's gotta be a way. And if it's this important to so many people, and it clearly is when it dominates, you know, the discussion so often of UH football, it needs to be investigated. Like I, I just don't get, like I said, close down dole, close down. Yeah. If I you, mean, just yeah, let you university go all the way up. Do it on so campus and make shuttles. You yeah. gotta figure mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. They gotta figure it out. I mean, and, the thing is, like it, you can charge, like you can, you can make money off of it. Like, stop thinking of it as like a, a thing that's gonna set you back. Thinking of it as like, how can this opportunity where demand is so high? Let's okay, like I'm not gonna okay. Let's just use the NFL as a is the mm-hmm. NFL is a terrible example because it's even more money. But let's face it, NFL. I have parking. We do at Hawaii Sports Fans, mm-hmm. HSSportsFans.com for the Rams games. But our game, our parking is right outside. Mm-hmm. That parking is at least $200, $250, Every game. Every yeah. game. If I want to sell my pass. Um, and even get you even know, get the parking lot, know. you know, when you yes. You know when you enter from Dole and get the mute that parking lot, which is right there, that's for the music building. That's a pretty big yes, parking lot. Yes, that is. Like, and right next to that park right there but i'm saying yeah. if, if we cut off dole all the way from university to kalaipohaku or what you know that street that is next yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, st yeah. louis um shamanad like we could make we don't have even have to go that far you can just go the, the length of until where you're talking about shane by the music or, or not just the music building at the top but at the end where the hawaiian you know where the hawaiian, the studies, hawaiian building studies is yeah you know? yeah 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 i mean you can go down there and just have like people parked diagonal or something on one mm-hmm. side of the street and just charge a lot of money like you know make <laughs> it you know like i mean like we're, we're all gonna just go there anyways like it's yeah, like when yeah, we're at yeah. unlv they just they just literally make squares on or at their old stadium before Allegiant, obviously. Sam Boyd. Sam Boyd, they just made a bunch of squares and then Fuchsia rented a bunch of squares and then we had this giant A freaking tailgate party. You know, we didn't need everybody to park there. We just needed to have space and a space that was not only designated for those activities, but also safe and had, you know, people watching it. So you know it that justified cost for the space as well and you know that that's 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 what they need to look at it as that opportunity and the fact is yes even at naysaid they're gonna have to look because 
guys, like, let's face it. We're not going to get people. We're, we're, we're going to have struggling with 10 to 15,000. It's, it's almost going to be a waste having UH at a new stadium. If we're never going to, I mean, it's going to be like those ones where it's like going to be a very special occasion or something where it's like, we're, and like, we don't want to be there. We want a team that always has 30, 35,000 always. And, and that's not, that's not hard. Like that's, that's not hard. Like that's really not hard. We, cause you know what, we've done it before with less people on this Island too. So I think that's, that's where we're going. And that's where a lot of our angst is towards the program in general is not towards the coaches and their, the results on the field it's towards where this program is trending. The people who are, um, you know, handling the strings behind the scenes for growing our brand and for taking our message. When I went to, okay, now I'm gonna talk about the things I didn't talk about where I've been traveling to. Obviously you guys saw me at the big West tournament for basketball. I was there with men's and women's. Unfortunately, our men's came to another loss, our women's, um, uh, you know, to see them win the championship was awesome. But I also got to see a bunch of men's volleyball games as well on the road. I went to UC San Diego and to a bunch, but I went to both of our games at Long Beach and um, yeah, after the game, Can I yeah, which was crazy. Oh yeah the long beach because just watching the fans there they oh, like they look so eras so are <laughs> on your your opinion how are long beach fans are they really like bad they can arrogant? be they can be arrogant i think they can be arrogant like i and there were these kids that was funny the second night kids <laughs> children that were like getting in our face and i was like oh these are kids but i was like where are your parents where are your <laughs> like, parents like like 10 year old kids no like, like legit 10 like the kid might be 11 and the brother was like maybe 13 and he was like so one brother was apologizing and then the, i had another cousin or something he's like i they're kid he's like oh they came with me and he's like i'm sorry and he's like bro sit down and he's like yeah hawaii yeah and i was like this little fuck. Oh. and then there was my friend joe <laughs> And they're like, my best friend Joe is a 6'5", uh, 385 pounds Samoan. And he's like, just laughing. He's like, these kids. And I, they're like, I was like, yeah, can you imagine? I was like, yeah, we can't do anything with these freaking kids. So after the game, after, and then I get in, I stand in the aisle and the kid looks at me. He's like, what? You're like, of course, he's looking straight up. Like, he's such a kid. He's like, I go, where are you going? Like, he hasn't got to puberty yet. Like, a little kid. And he's like, yeah, I'm going home. Where are you going? And I was like, you frick. I was like, move. And he's like, I just let him go. And then I just, and, he, and for a split second, I just let him get in his face. But they're like the type that are like that, where they're just like, they just, they, they, they don't mind throwing jeers your way. And like the students are kind of like that too, but it wasn't as bad of an atmosphere as usual. Like the national championship, when we were there and lost it a few years ago, that was, and I was there for that as well. That was definitely a crazy atmosphere. Um, but the thing about Long Beach, uh, which was cool, is, you know, in California, there are a bunch of volleyball people, volley nerds. You know, I'm a volleyball player as well. And, uh, you know, it's like I know that that culture, if you can build off of that, and especially our team as ambassadors within, when they say growing the game of volleyball, it means growing, um, you know, in ways that are not just uh, getting kids to participate in the sport, but fans actively watching. And, you know, after every game, I usually talk to Jakob or, you um, you know, usually Jakob or some of the other players that I that I know Sheesh. that, and I just like chill. And be like, what up, bro? You're the best player ever, and whatever. And no, but it's like every time, so many people want to talk to him, but not just, and they're not like Hawaii fans. They're like they're like fans of this team or this particular mm -hmm. these players, and you know, a bunch of girls usually, and I just chicks are be like, <laughs> oh, I play volleyball in this club, and I found them on the internet. And it's like it blows me away. Like the 
it's crazy because these are just like valuable fish in Hawaii who are it's crazy that we treat them the way they are treated in Hawaii. I mean, they're deserved. They, they deserve that treatment. Obviously, I think, you know, I give them that treatment myself. But to see how kids on the mainland even react to them, like kids like wait outside for them. And they're all like from California and they just like love volleyball and they're just into UH volleyball. So that's why I'm seeing that's what we mean by building off of that brand. Like, how do we keep getting into those kids? homes and bring them in as fans not just let them be fans of hawaii men's volleyball circa 2020 to 2022 like because we like they like looking at you know whatever, well, Yaakov, whatever. it's, it's like we've whatever. been saying the whole time that culture has been cultivated and de developed here yeah it's it's bar none the best across the country right <clears throat> our our volleyball atmosphere well, for sure. But, you know, at the same time, we 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 leave it here in Hawaii and we keep it provincial. You know, we don't because Nebraska, they're proud of that. Nebraska is, you know, right. men's women's volleyball is, is crazy. They, they they get ridiculous numbers, but they love that and they own it and they bring it apart. Like I said, UCSD, I don't know if you guys remember. I don't know. Oh, I don't know if I brought this up on the show because we haven't had a show. When I went to UCSD, I watched us play, um, you know, me, Fuchsia and uh couple of future uh, friends we went to when we were in san diego we watched them play and um it was hilarious because uh it, yeah it, it was two nights of um i'm gonna go with this sorry uh no but <laughs> i just want to say i don't know where Fuchsia is right now oh I yeah just, <laughs> i want to get on the record <laughs> i i don't know where she is so but i mean she is my friend but <laughs> I just draw a total blank, but no, um, like down there in, in, uh, in, in UC San Diego and stuff, I, I don't know where I'm going with this big West game, but, um, no, there are a lot of, like I said, there are just a lot of people that, um, identify with the brand and understand UH and, um, you know, will, um, you know, could, could be long time fans could be sustainable fans like there could be people like we like Kavay, right or people like we know from the mainland our friends in nebraska that's what we're saying it's like how do we get more of this kind because those are the kind that um you know are going to to stick around and hopefully you know our students as they're on campus more and they're coming more to, to games, they'll stick around as alums and become fans. Like, obviously we're hoping for that, but we haven't seen that in decades. So maybe that'll start happening because that hasn't been a thing really. Um, but at the, the, at the end of the day, like we need to, um, you know, just keep our expectations where they are. Um, but just talk, Sean, I got to figure out where I was going with my last thing. And with then the UCSD. God, what was I going to talk about? But... <laughs> It was a very cogent point as well, but I, I can't even remember it. But anyways, um, no, I think at, like growing our brand is going to be something that is going to um, take time, but it's it's going to be something that you're they're going to have to expand out of just, mm -hmm. you know, Hawaii. And that's what I was seeing there with our men's volleyball team. And that's why men's volleyball, I'm, you know, so, you know, obviously this team that I've been very, been closing, definitely closely, as closely watching as football, for sure. My whole life as another team at UH besides the, the, the volleyball and the basketball team. Um, but it's like that has always been an asset to the school that it's like we just kind of accept rather than like try and build off of or try to bring in more people. Because let's be honest, like the like I said, the men's volleyball has a very strong queer 
following. Like, you can buy into that. Queer people have a lot of disposable income. Gay men have a lot of them, can can bring a lot of money to the to the arena. I mean, you have to find ways, like I said, just to just to branch out and and bring people in. And I still don't know what I was going to talk about with San Diego, but but Shane, <laughs> Shane, what were you? Um, you know, just what are your, some of your um, kind of your your thoughts and ideas? I know you you thought about you know how we talked about UH. Um, you know, our, we we just had our first our two years since the first show that Shane mm-hmm. and I did, and you know a lot of those points that we talked about on the show in terms of you know um the the trends of our program where are we headed and this was be that show happened before coach graham even coached one single game how crazy is that coach graham's tenure literally happened within the time that we had our shows already i mean (laughs) it's insane but um you know do you think I mean, what do you think is the lessons that we've learned and where do you think we we are trending, you know, I guess, as as a school and what, what, what do we need to do now? Man, it's just what a whirlwind of events these past two two seasons have been, you know. Um, that's why I, I know it's going to be like how we talked about there's a possibility that we could win no games. And as passionate fans that we are, of course, we're going to get frustrated especially if we're not competitive you know that that's what gets me the worst like irritates me the most is that when the game is over by halftime it's like god it's just so frustrating but fans gotta realize or understand and including myself that like you said this is a complete rebuild just just keep in mind everything that this team had to endure this past two seasons so much and it's gonna take some time i truly believe we're on the right track i believe in timmy i believe in the coaching staff i'm i'm proud of the 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 kids that decided to stay and continue this fight for the brotherhood but um yeah I'm, i'm excited just as everyone else is um just got to keep that support, man. And I know my friends are asking, hey, you went to the practices, uh, how do they look? Mm-hmm. And I keep telling you, it's so hard because there's so much stuff going on at one time. It's like, I I can't even focus on, like, what's going on. I'm just trying to, like, watch certain players. Like, But if you try to ask me how the team looks, like, oh, they're just too too early to tell. They're just... It's just too much stuff going on. I can't give you an accurate scouting report just yet. All I know is that it's going to be between Shager and Cooper. That's pretty much uh, that's all I know. Shager's sure. been a lot that's, more consistent than Cooper. Yeah, he is. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So. Okay, I just figured out my UCSD thing, which is kind <laughs> okay, of funny at the same time. Okay, so it was about like flexing what you're good at, right? So <clears throat> UCSD is like <laughs> Okay, so I have to say my point before I forget it again because it's crazy. Okay, okay. So UCSD, right? They like have banners too. Um for one of the for a program that was D three, then D two, then finally just turned D one. They don't mind flexing what they got too. And they have a banner of their Nobel Prize laureates, literally, and like their Nobel poet no- laureates, like a whole list. And it's a major flex. I was like, okay, that's a lot of Nobel laureates from one college, but 
literally they went into the classroom to show off what they're good at in their gymnasium and i was like and it's very prominent like when you walk in it's like nobel laureates from ucsd written in like the same font as like final four nine 2005. so you just it's a part of their identity though you know they embrace it and they have really beautiful facilities and they have like a you know a hospital on their campus so they know what they are and that's that's kind of like in terms of you know, developing our brand that's that's what we mean we need to know who we are and that's it's not going to mean um necessarily winning all of our games even though that's what we want to do that's going to mean going back to our roots and that's what timmy is doing in a lot of ways and he's doing it extra right we're making sure that he really remembers um you know all the local people and all the local businesses whenever he does something we have to be very intentional about what we do and that's the thing is like we can't just use outside vendors we can't just be you know locked into sodexo and all these other things or you know whatever adidas needs to step up for us as well so those are the kind of things that i think we as fans need to demand as well that's not being negative that's just being honest like we need to get nice stuff like i know adidas is capable of making nice stuff i became adidas person or oh, i got sponsored at the pack west we got sponsored as our our department our office so that then they gave us stuff real fast like a huge box of stuff like they don't waste time. I don't know why we we signed with Adidas in July of 2021, and we still don't have anything. We're still waiting for that Brennan still jersey. Waiting for anything like a bunch of stuff. <laughs> yeah, the first thing they showed us was the Brennan jersey. It's still not even up there. Like, what? That's that's why I'm, those are the things that are just puzzling because, especially like when Timmy was hired, drop your deposit now. There, there doesn't even need to be a plan behind season tickets. There doesn't even need to be a conception of how they're even go about. It doesn't matter. They don't even need to give people seat license. They don't even need to give them a seat number. Just give us your money, $50 right now, mm -hmm. just to secure it because you're excited in this very moment and you have an impulse because you want to see, because those people might regret it the next day afterwards. And that's the thing about like what UH doesn't <laughs> do. They don't, they don't fire, but it is good to see some people back on campus. Like we said, it's, um, we need to get, it's going to be a long road, but the Island day, which is coming up this Saturday, I guess Sean will be there. Shane, you guys will be there. Yep. I'm definitely, I'll be there be for there. a little bit. Um, I'm going to smoke you Oh yeah. Well, it's nice. Shane, Shane, Sean's got a, Sean's got his responsibilities as well, but he's still mm -hmm. gonna, he'll be at some of it and I know Shane by. will be there. So make sure you go and, and, and holler at Shane a little bit. I yep. think, uh, you know, a lot of people, like we said, we see people online, which is great. But if you do see us, say hi. Um, let's just whisper and be like, yeah, hey, I met I met Clyde at you. practice the other day. So <laughs> shout out to Clyde, one yeah. of the Twitter peeps. That's right. Cool. Shout out to Clyde. Like I met um, yeah. James, <clears throat> who's also on there as well on um, Twitter. I met him at the um, Big West Tournament in Vegas in Henderson. So he oh, was nice. there. Yeah. So I got to talk to him a little bit. And, you know, I think like I said, like for us in this show, particularly, we, we just kind of, we're doing what, like when I started live streaming originally, right. We just said, we're just doing what we want to do and just what we mm -hmm. love and just see where it lands. Like, and w the response will be there, whatever it is. But I think that, um, you know, I'm confident that in our little break in our hiatus that there, we, we left enough of people, mm -hmm. um, thirsting, salivating yep. for, for more and more and more. So, We'll definitely start being more consistent and we're going to start adding some content and, you know, adding this to a bunch of different um, forms as well to, to keep this um, conversation going. But um, any shout outs you guys want to make? 
to anyone out there listening or well, I, def- I definitely want to say that uh, as a brand, I think UH is trending up the return of the ha off, the yeah. rainbow throwbacks, the run yeah. and shoot. Yeah. Um, shout out to Kaulana <clears throat> M- Makula for how do you say his last name? Makala. Yeah. Kaulana yeah. Makala. Yeah. So that's home. great. We're, it's good to see these boys coming back. And that's that's the thing. These boys talk and they talk on Instagram. They talk on Twitter. They talk openly. They talk in private, you know, and um just like the boys talked when they said hey we all leaving out of here and we're leaving and they did it they they didn't they they we heard rumors and then they did it they all left there's there's that same groundswell of people saying hey there's something going on and something that i i took away too from you know watching us kind of get annihilated from baylor uh our women's basketball team even though they mm-hmm. had an amazing season and we're proud of them whatsoever um you know no matter of that result but you know baylor is obviously a baylor but the announcers, one of them said too, like somebody's watching this and like maybe one of them will be a good shooter and they'll say like, hey, I could play there. And that's the whole point of making it to that game was for that reason, for us to get that exposure. And Maybe we can be a 12 seed next year. No, you know, like, no, I mean, but that's the thing though. It's like one step at a time. Amy Atwell just got drafted into the NBA NBA. Like, so of course it's, it's those are kind of generational type players, but you know, South Dakota, ended up beating Baylor after we lost to Baylor. Wasn't it South Dakota that beat them? Yeah. So South Dakota even made it past Baylor into the next round, and they were like the 10th seed. So that's what I'm saying. South Dakota, Boise, St. Peter's with what? however many students they have in their school, like 3,000 oh, kids in their school, amazing. and they beat yeah. Kentucky. They beat Kentucky. I mean, Yeah, with that wow. gym? Like, I, I know, and they no play in a gym. They play in a legit gym in Clum Gym. It's they like play a in Clum Gym. Park gym. No, they do. They play in like a Clum, and that's the saying. It's like yeah. the resources are one thing. The facilities, yes, yes, like yes, but finding the right fits, finding those people that fit the culture, and finding that culture. And obviously, it started with that coach, so too as well. So Timmy could be bringing that culture, and and we are excited for you know what the possibilities are. But we're going to temper our expectations. We're going to. Um, you know, just be behind our, our boys, be behind, um, you know, the all the activities that are coming back to the Manoa campus. And hopefully you can be there Island Day uh, this Saturday, if you are listening to us before the 16th, that is, uh, but April 16th, uh, 2022 at T.C. Ching. And it's going to be at 630, I believe. They want to, the game itself, right? Because they want it it's to be 605. 605. So as close as kickoff as possible. Yeah. And, um, you know, I, I would say if, if, okay, so for it to be a success, how, if we were going to base, base it on the amount of people coming out, how many people would you, would you say, um, Sean? How much would make it to be a successful? Suc- a successful, you'd be like, okay, that was a, su- not to say like, or to say what would be impressive to you or what would be a number that would be like, or what is number you're expecting? I don't like just throw out some figures. I would say two, three thousand would be successful. I agree. Me. I agree. Yeah. yeah. I, agree. I was thinking three K. I agree yeah. too. And that would be successful. That's what I'm saying. Like when Timmy says like we want to make it close to a game, people don't think like even I believe we'll have yeah. more at an actual game, but people need to temper their expectations. Mm-hmm. So we have two to three K. That's it. Like even at our practice, we had maybe 300, 400. How many people were there yeah. at practice? The first practice? Yeah, there was a couple hundred people. Yeah. And I was there. like, that's choke. And they were they were definitely like hyping it, and it was the first one, so it's going to go down from it. there. Yeah. But yeah, there was still a lot, and and the way it was set up, 
just they gotta find a way to this is my opinion to do like a skywalk or like a thing that goes mm. from the parking lot above yeah like a ramp because like you right. can watch tennis just like Wimbledon, because that's how oh, Wimbledon is. That's how Lava Mark. So, so a lot yeah. of people are watching from, from. So when we left, an elevated walkway. Softball. Remember when we left, yeah. um, Sean from practice? Yeah. Somebody in softball hit a home run because I got mm -hmm. to the thing and all the people were cheering on one side, and it was like, wow, this is cool. Like these people really are watching multiple events. Like they're watching softball actively and cheering, and we had practice going on right there. So. That's the kind of energy that I was like, wow, this is that's the energy right there. That's that mm -hmm. it didn't it didn't matter, you know, if we were winning or losing. It just mattered that something was going on and people were there and mm -hmm. and that's exciting. So yeah, if we can get two to three thousand, I think that would be very successful. And I think that should be expected. That should be anticipated. And I would encourage everyone to go out there. I mean, Rebel Sojas is performing, which is perfect. It's gonna be free. Um they're gonna food have trucks. food trucks. Food trucks. <laughs> Pop that aren't free. I'm sorry, guys. I yeah. hate to rain on your plate, yeah, but you're not gonna have to pay for food. <laughs> okay, you have to pay for food, unfortunately. But that's kind of you should you should be used to that by now, hopefully. Yeah. Um, but you know, I think and, those are the kind of things. Prepay yeah. for parking because oh, if you decide to get your parking there, you may have to be waiting in a long line to pay at the kiosk. Just be pre just uh, be prepared. Yeah. Are there any other events going on? On campus? I don't believe there's any events because baseball is away. Volleyball baseball, is yeah. away. Volleyball also, is at right? Irvine, yeah. Yeah, at yeah. Irvine. Uh, no more about, yeah. I don't think there's softball either. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. no, it's, it's, um, it's, it's going to be potentially, um, oh, yeah, oh, so parking you do have to pay for. Yeah. So that's the only thing you have to bucks. pay for at least five bucks. And, yeah. There's no pay per view for this. So come. Come down for this. Yeah, like, yeah, it's, you know, it's free. I'm bringing bring like, the kids. Like this is the one time too. Where it's saying like, and I, yeah. I don't always use the. I don't like you know if I'm eating at a restaurant. Sometimes don't always bring your kids. But this is the event. Bring your kids. Bring all of them. And yeah, they're gonna um, do autographs you know, and stuff after. Run around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like this is the kind small kinds. This is the kind of stuff that will build that that next generation of fans and and keep kids here. Um, you know, if these when these kids grow up to be players. And... Yeah, when I was a kid, I got the Seven Eleven, the Jason Elam, and the Derek yeah. Branch. I got those cards autographed. So, oh, the Derek Branch. The, oh, the limited. The, <laughs> right. <laughs> that was at the spring game. So. <laughs> oh, he <laughs> signed it. Eleven cards. Oh, uh, no, no. I, I, thought, I thought he signed it. I thought. De oh, Derek signed it for you at the spring game. Yeah. I still oh have wow. It. Are you gonna you gonna let him sign something else for you? No. Oh, when when you were a kid back in the day? Yeah. When no, I was, I not not this past we week, had, Shane. We yeah. had spring game back in that. Uh, yeah. I forget already. Yeah. It was like the one time you could go down on the field. We're inside the stadium. Yeah, at Aloha Stadium. Oh. Oh, now come on, I don't remember that. That's hilarious. I, yeah. I, I, that's, I don't remember that, obviously. I don't even know I was born, but I probably <laughs> was. But I mean, those, that's, and that's, those were the kind of things like you're talking about that really, that we, we taps into, you know, like we said, that <clears throat> an era where UH had that, that feeling, that vibe. And, um, we're just trying to build that back. And these are the, this, the baby steps, the very beginning steps. Um, but we're going to look forward and, and upward from here. Hope, Everyone has been, um, 
safe and and um, you know just uh, patient as we navigate our podcast world once again. But <laughs> mahalo to our Lao Lao head Shane Agno and of course brother Sean Iman. This is Wayne Coito. Mahalo for joining us, guys, and we'll see you next time on the Rainbow Wrap Up. Aloha. Peace. Go Bows. Go Bows. <laughs>